Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. Tom Swift, the series, is coming to the CW, and he is a black, gay, rich genius. I wasn't even going to talk about it this early. I was going to wait till the show comes out and actually watch the show, but I decided to revisit the <laughs> Nancy Drew series, which I, I thought I would never watch again um, because there was a little soft pilot for Tom Swift within the series where they introduce the character and the actor who will be playing him and chef kiss chef kiss chef kiss chef kiss oh my gosh I love him I love him I love him I love him I I really do like I am totally not familiar with Tian Richards um I've never heard of him before I am familiar with the um shows he's done and also the movie Dumplin I did see that um but I I just um guess I wasn't paying that much attention to the movie i also forgot most of that movie and i never watched any of those shows i'm sorry i am so sorry but he is going to be the lead in the tom swift series and i am actually really excited um he blew me away right off of right off the bat i found out that the show was coming because I was listening to the Black Gay Diaspora podcast and Cameron Johnson was being interviewed and he is a screenwriter and um, because he is a black gay man, he was brought in to write a black gay character. <laughs> and um, yeah, he talks about getting the character together for the show and that the character was intru- introduced through the Nancy Drew series. Again, like I said, I didn't want to go back to watch the series. I loved the Nancy Drew books. I really wanted to love the Nancy Drew series, but at one point I could see what they were doing. First, they made Ned Black, which I was just like, okay, cool. Watching it anyway, What? I, or what well, I was going to watch it none, nonetheless, didn't matter. But what made me upset is I started to see the shift in the show where they were um, obviously working to make sure the minorities got together and that's something a lot of TV shows do. It doesn't matter if the minority characters have things in common or not. They're minority characters so they must get together and it's just really lazy writing and um, I'm tired of I'm tired of seeing that shift or that um, that storyline. It, it's annoying and it's stupid and Of course, once I started the episode to see where Tom Swift is, um, I see that, yes, the minority characters are together, of course, because they're both minorities, so they have so much in common. Sorry about the noise. Anyway, it also didn't help that I didn't really like Ned as a character anyway. I was like, he's... He's dull. Um, so I was just like, whatever. Um, but listening to Cameron Johnson got me really excited about Tom Swift and what the possibilities of Tom Swift could be. One of the issues I have with CW shows usually are the fact that it's all the CW writers. And um, I've seen that they've come 
Like, you, alright, so a lot of CW shows, I don't get past the first episode, or I don't get past the first season. Charmed, I stopped in the first season. I was, I was just so annoyed, and it didn't help that I was such a huge fan of the old Charmed. Roswell, I didn't even finish the first episode, and again, didn't really help that I decided to watch, um, the original Roswell just to prepare myself for this new Roswell, and I was like, oh, I wasted my time preparing myself, because this is boring. <laughs> At least the other Roswell, at, at least the old Roswell, I, I watched at least five episodes before I DNF'd it. Um, this one, I did that like not even halfway through the first episode. I did it like maybe five minutes into the first episode. I was like, I see where this is going. I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> and one of the big issues about CW shows is they try to be preachy. But the problem is they're preaching to an audience that already agrees with them. It's like why I stopped watching Supergirl because I was like, really, dude, really? <laughs> I, I already believe these things. I already agree with these things. I, I'm watching this because it's a, a TV show about an alien superhero on Earth and she's saving the world like that. That's or the, the city or whatever. Like, that's what I'm watching this for. Um, I stopped watching The Flash because, psh, oh my god, <laughs> for a lot of reasons. And I did not finish Arrow. And I, I, I think I made it to season four or five. Like, I made it to a season when they were like, he's off the island and he's in some like Chinese um, town. Or, and I was just like, and I'm out. I'm done. That's it. That was a great run. <laughs> the show you have treated me good over these years. I'm gone. So yeah, Nancy Drew. I, I stopped giving CW shows that much of a chance, I guess. So Nancy Drew, I was out. Hardy Boys on Hulu, I was out. <laughs> um, and I'm a huge fan of those. I read those. I'm not familiar with Tom Swift. So I'm coming in this without already having a preconceived notion of the character. As far as Tom Swift goes, and here's the thing, out of all the episodes I've seen out of Nancy Drew, this episode with Tom Swift is my favorite because of his scenes. And I think it's because he's coming in as this non-believer um, because in that episode, uh, The Celestial Visitor, he has come to town because there's a bunch of weird stuff going on. Everyone's freaking out. Nobody, they're thinking it's ghosts. And he's like, oh no, it's this meteor. And because the meteor is coming closer and you have another piece of the meteor here, um, wonky science stuff. Wonky make-believe science stuff. <laughs> wonky science stuff. Um, so I just need your help to find this piece of meteorite. Um, and then once we um, get that in a safe place, all this wonky science stuff will stop happening. And um, I just loved it. I loved his entrance i loved barkley i loved everything i love when he just walked up to ned i was like why are you hanging out with these people how did they drag you into this and when ned is like oh you know there's not really um many people my age ah yeah i got it got it got it <laughs> like i i loved how real tom swift was and how he made in this episode made Ned real even though Ned still annoyed me honestly for a lot of stuff but he just made Ned real and 
yeah <laughs> he made me realize what ned was missing Med ned is missing a black friend <laughs> yeah um so yeah he brought out the side of ned the character that i actually really liked um to see where he just talked about his um his real i love how they kind of bring up code switching <laughs> i love how they kind of bring up code switching but i was like why is george talking about code switching and like why is george talking about this stuff as if she doesn't in a way experience it as well um, but then again, model minority, I guess. So she doesn't fully understand, but still your, your family's probably like one of the only Asian families in the town. You should more than anyone else in that room kind of understand what Ned is going through and kind of understand Ned's side of things, but sure, whatever <laughs> bland girl for the bland boy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, one of the reasons I actually really, I'm going to talk about Ned a little bit here. Um, one of the reasons I really liked what um, Tom Swift added for Ned's character is in the first season, all I got from him is he's a really attentive boyfriend. Um, he has a record because he's been to jail and he fixes cars. And by the way, that woman put you in jail and then oh, you forgave her because she misunderstood this. Boy, her tears brought you to jail. <laughs> Just shut up. Oh, uh, okay. I'm a. But yeah, in this episode, <laughs> um, Ned was um, a little more real to me. Um, and that was because of Tom. Now, Tom, let's talk about Tom. He is fabulous he is just a great character the second he walks in i was like i love him already i'm sold <laughs> i'm here for it um i loved that he is just brilliant i love that he is rich i love that he's on the cover of magazines i <laughs> i loved everything about him um and i don't have much I can criticize about or negative to say only because this is the first time I've seen the character of Tom Swift and this is the first time this Tom Swift is here as as far as a black gay man so hell yeah um he's charismatic he's fashionable and uh, he has is his sassy AI assistant Barclay who he created as a kid I mean yes and Cameron Johnson, the writer, um, described him as a Jack and Jill kid. And I had to look that up because I was like, what is Jack and Jill? And turns out I don't know what Jack and Jill is because I am not of the upper crust. <laughs> I guess the upper crust uh, black delegation. I, I don't know. Um, but it's a club kind of for rich black kids to do activities with other rich black, black kids. Like <laughs> everyone comes together and they... Um, um, I think one of the things I watched, someone said it was almost like a way to make sure um, you start arranging marriages early, like get your kids close to this one and doing the socializing and networking <laughs> with it started there. Um, one of the little things I watched. Anyway, um, Tom, right, after, uh, right off the bat, he doesn't believe in ghosts. He's like, how are these 
what are you guys talking about? It's not ghosts. This is what's going on. And he just believes there's a scientific explanation for everything. Um, and he is definitely like a sci-fi character. Um, in that, like I said, he has an AI assistant. Um, he has nanobots. Um, they show him with this gun. Um, I, I, I was trying to think if it was like a sound wave gun or whatever it was. But yeah. Like all these different technologies that uh, are very sci-fi, very Hoovian. Um, and it's really great. He's using his technology to help Nancy and her gang destroy the curse and put the souls to rest that they need to put to rest. Um, but the scene that I love is when, because of course, he's still kind of... Um, <laughs> He's still kind of on the fence of the whole ghost thing, even though he's seen a ghost. Um, he's still on the fence about it and decides, no, I just need to get geared up and I'm just going to go in there. And he's going over and over <laughs> to try and get in the room as the ghost chase him out. And I'm just like, I love that. I love how brave he is. I love that for you. Not for me, but for you. That is great for you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I also um, love when, you know, Nancy points out that he has a change of outfit and he's like, yeah, <laughs> of course I have a change of outfit. <laughs> and he is his new outfit to go back and fight those goats again. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, this soft pilot really did make me very excited for the show. I'm, I want to see the show. I want to see what kind of mysteries he's going to solve with this technology. Um... Is it going to be like Nancy Drew where he's um, finding ghosts and witches and all that stuff? Or is it going to be more um, closer to sci-fi style like technological mysteries? How is it going to be? Um, will he be taking his shirt off while he builds things? Is, is that an option? Ignore that part. <laughs> But yeah, everything um, from Cameron's interview that I'm getting is that there's going to be a great cast. <laughs> there's going to, we're going to see a lot with Tom Swift and him. Uh, oh, I should bring this part up. So in the show, there's a part where he gets a message from his dad wanting to set him up, setting, set him up on a date with a lovely young lady. <laughs> And Barclay's like, should I tell him your boyfriend's name is James? <laughs> and um, he talks about, like, the fact that his dad kind of is just, they don't talk about it. They don't talk about the fact that he's gay and his sexuality is kind of just ignored. So he picks one of the guys on Nancy's team to kiss because he needs a hot guy to kiss to post on his social media which gets his dad attention, which his dad is angry about, but it's all going to work out in the end, I guess. We'll find out in the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, um, one of the things I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here. I think I have. I'm kind of, I'm kind of tired of the only storyline we see all the time is the, um, white cisgendered mask, um, gay man. Um, and the reason why is they're, story is the one that was played so often because they're the ones that people can relate to he's the guy next door 
and it's just over and over and over again so tom swift i think is really going to be that um for me hopefully please cw don't mess this up by messing up the writing you ruined if the script is true that came out you ruined powerpuff girls <laughs> So please don't ruin this because what I saw so far, I like this character. So please don't ruin it. So this is moving away from that mold, which I'm happy for. Please. Yes. Um, I think it, it's it's kind of burnout at this point, especially um, when you think about stations like Logo. Logo, it's the game. It was the gay network. I don't even know if it still exists. I'm, I'm a cord cutter. Sorry. Uh, but it's the gay network and it has all um all these shows that are for the gay community and <laughs> they were <laughs> I, I don't think anyone remembers this but years ago they came out with a reality show and it was supposed to um show like it was supposed to be like the real housewives um gay version um and the only well Everyone was successful in their own right, but there was one gentleman who actually is very successful. He was in like Wall Street, I believe. His husband, who is white, <laughs> was on the show and he, the black man, like was shown, but he never got a speaking time. And it was like, okay, maybe it's in his contract that they can't um, air him talking, but like, it made no sense when the guy's like, and my husband is this, and my husband is that, and my husband is this. And then they show the husband, and all we, and the camera just goes away from him. Like, the husband's on the screen for two seconds, and then he's gone. Um, so someone did a thing where they were talking about it. I think they were trying to get on the Dallas version of that show, I believe they said. And they were, I, I, I'm, I might be misquoting, I cannot remember correctly. I might have a mismemory, <laughs> but they said that they were told that no one wants to see um, the black gay man on the screen. They're going to tune in more for white gay men, and um, that is Tom Swift shall disprove, hopefully. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is something that has lived in my head rent-free for years, and I don't care how many episodes of Noah's Ark they show, or RuPaul's Drag Race they show, they, they kind of, like, just lost me at that point, so I'm just really happy to see a TV show that is going to, um, show this positive black male who happens to be gay and um, show him just be this genius millionaire billionaire <laughs> upper crust loving it already can't wait um, so yeah <laughs> uh, I I am excited I'm, I'm just really excited I like I said have nothing negative to say right now because all we got was a really soft pilot and I can't wait. <laughs> so, yeah. 
please hurry up release tom swift i i can't wait to watch it i hope you guys have finished when will you guys finish filming i, I don't even know if that's done yet i don't know um but i can't wait to watch um when it comes out let me know what you guys think of it i'm gonna do a link to the um uh, um the episode is on hulu i know that's where i watched it um, I'm going to do a link to the trailer for the episode of um, The Celestial Visitor that Tom Swift is on so you can get a little um, <laughs> introduction to him and to T.N. Richards if you're not familiar with him as I was not. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was in A Bad Mom's Christmas um, as Sky Zone Guy. I never watched that movie either, so. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can go to the link tree and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And have a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. Whatever it is, wherever you are. or you feel too overwhelmed to move and you want to get back into reading, then I have the app for you. Audiobooks Now is a website that features great quality professional audiobooks from your favorite authors where you can also discover new ones too. You get access to many fiction and nonfiction titles that you can download or stream and get great discounts on titles if you choose the membership. Use the link in the description to check out the titles in audiobooks now with 50% off your first club purchase. You can also download the app.